Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. We are talking about our sensitivity as souls and transcending that into a super-powered version of ourselves. My guest today is the sensitive soul who has transcended that and stepped into her power. And her story begins with her awakening. Like so many on our beloved planet, many are awakening to their true nature. And this comes around this window of the great shift of 2012. In fact, this was just a few years before that when Kate O'Leary went through a dark night of the soul, which indeed was her awakening to her greatest gift. Kate O'Leary, thank you for being here. Welcome to Quantum Conversations. Thank you so much, Lorraine. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be on your program. I'm just, I'm so grateful for everything that you bring to this world and the awareness that you're opening for other people. Well, thank you for that. I'm so glad to share this space with you. I love your story. This awakening, so many of us went through this time of 2009, 2010, where stuff happened. A big shift was already preparing light workers and way showers and grid keepers. And now you're fully stepping into that role. So let's start with your personal story because it wasn't very easy. In 2009, there was a big shift for you. But what happened? Was there a number of small shifts in your life or was this a rapid awakening? So I was born a highly sensitive soul. Um, everything in the world affected me to the extreme. Uh, sound, light, energy, emotions, just wanting to retreat from the world. Um, so in my search for a relief from my anxiety and my sense of overwhelm, I started st studying psychology. Um, so I ended up um, getting trained as a counselor. And it, it never was 
able to provide the answers that I that I was looking for. Traditional talk counseling didn't seem to address the highly sensitive person. It does more so now. Um, you know, it's getting more and more uh, prevalent to hear empaths and highly sensitive people. Um, and they've even, you know, proven on MRI scans that highly sensitive people activate different parts of the brain. There's more of the brain that's activated. So, um, but, you know, back then, it, it you know, it, it was very confusing. Um, so I, you know, continued my studies and studied different holistic modalities, including somatic psychology, um, complementary color therapy, and transformational kinesiology. So um, in 2009, I went through a divorce, which was pretty excruciating, and it, it it opened up the doorway to understanding my issues with codependency and being a highly sensitive person, empathic person and a codependent is, is incredibly overwhelming because you want to, you feel the energy in the room and you want to be able to clear it. You, you know, it gets confusing where you end and the next person begins so um, as I started to realize that I was an empath, um, everything started to really make more sense. Um, and so I began to really embrace my sensitivities, which ended up unlocking the door to more and more unique psychic um, abilities and energetic awareness. So... Um, I worked for, I worked in the field of crisis intervention for seven years, um, primarily in um, the emergency room, but also um, in different areas of the hospital and field work as well. Um, and so, you know, that was an incredible training ground to be able to learn different um, boundaries to understand what's mine and what's other people. Um, so let, let me go back for a second and just kind of, I guess, define what it means to be a highly sensitive person. Yes. Okay. So a highly sensitive person is, is somebody that um, really has a sensitivity to, you know, light, sound, smells, touch, and emotions. Um, they can startle easily, and sometimes they even find themselves, you know, highly ticklish, or um, they can hear a siren on the street, and, and it feels excruciating for them. So I, I like to look at the word sensitive also in kind of the older connotation, which also refers to someone with psychic and paranormal abilities, because as we go through the awakening process, um, you know, we discover that these sensitivities are extrasensory and that this is one of the things that I discovered within myself. I love how you embraced your sensitivities and it opened the door to your abilities. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's, um, you know, a lot of us that have experienced um, trauma, you know, 
be a childhood trauma or, you know, relationship trauma. Um, and we, we get a blurry sense of boundaries. And if you're an empath, then, um, you know, it can be very confusing. So learning to have a differentiated sense of self, you know, so whether you um, can feel, uh, you know, you walk into a room and you feel the emotions, you can still differentiate, you know, this is where I end and the next person begins. And this is what I'm responsible for. And I, I it is about taking back your power, Loren. That's exactly what it is, taking back your power from, um, you know, kind of being open, extra open. Right. Okay. So I know this comes up a lot with our community, differentiating where one person's energy ends. How did you begin to realize what was not yours? So it, it really comes down to self-love. Um, it really comes down to self-love and self-esteem. So it's it's embracing your sensitivities and knowing that you have the right to exist in your natural state. Um, and, you know, and, and then you just, you start to, um, play with your energy field. So, um, you know, if you're feeling extra, extra sensitive, you can, you know, just feel in and go, how far out is my field today? Um, extra sensory people, um, highly sensitive people can actually have their fields out hundreds of miles and you can just say, you know, today I'm going to have it in closer to my skin. Um, so a lot of it has to do with awareness. And so you can pull, you know, pull your energy in. I want it to be, I don't know, an inch away from my body today. And that it just, it's a way to turn down the volume um, a little bit. That is interesting because, again, there's this unawareness that our energy is so far out there. Mm-hmm. So it begins with this awareness of our energy field. Yes. When we look at our energy field, what I find very interesting when we become aware is that it has to do a lot with belief systems as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's a, you know, it's a misconception that empaths and sensitive people, you know, take on energy or have to get drained by life. Um, I think that this does happen because of, you know, the codependency issues, because of the programs, because of the belief systems um, that we have within us. So, um, and, you know, there's so many ways that, you know, our culture and our society is a, you know, kind of a narcissistic culture with, that's not conducive to the sensitive soul. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that a lot of times it's about, you know, finances and getting ahead and power. And so, um, we get impacted by that. Yes. In every shape and form, in every way. Yes. As we extract then from this codependency or being an empath to being highly sensitive, it's just pretty interesting our awareness that plays a role and just moving forward one step at a time. Relationships are the greatest mirrors for this. Yes. And there are some who struggle with creating those healthy boundaries. 
You know, I think it really comes down to, you know, knowing that you have the right to exist. You have the right to have needs and wants and, um, and to be respected. So, um, you know, it, it's tricky with the sensitive, empathic person because there's that dance with the narcissist, you know, that is very common. There's that karmic connection um, where, you know, oftentimes, you know, we draw that kind of person in as kind of like a mirror. So um, it, it's allowing ourselves to be bold, you know, to be assertive. And, you know, a lot of us have been trained to believe that, um, you know, that we have to be nice and, um, mm-hmm. and that being bold or being assertive, um, putting yourself out there is actually, um, you know, it's not a nice thing, you know, and, but it, it you know, being bold and being assertive and um, setting a boundary can be incredibly loving. So that's something to be aware of and embrace. Yes, setting a boundary can be incredibly loving. And we've heard the term healthy boundary. And that really is coming from self-love. As you mentioned, it really is self-love and self-esteem. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's tricky when it comes to self-love because um, especially with with a wounded um, sensitive or empath, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, it's almost there's like the shame that comes with it or the embarrassment that comes with it about loving themselves and taking care of themselves. And, you know, I really think of self-love as it's an energy. It's, it's really like love, self-love is your God-given right. I mean, it's about, um, it's closer to you than, than the air around you, than the breath within you. Um, so it's, it's healing to the point of, um, just knowing that that's part of your being. Yes. And to really reach for it. And this is the task at hand. So it's really beautiful. I know that some don't like to use the word responsibility. Mm. So we could say role or our purpose is to blaze that light. Yes. And and do whatever it takes to blaze that light. So there's a heck of a lot of clearing of these programs that must be done. Absolutely. I I just want to mention that it is hopeful for some and I hear this a lot. It, there are some who just don't feel worthy or they've just been mm-hmm. banged up and beaten up by the world, by the paradigm, the old paradigm that is no more, that they lose their passion or they don't know how to feel that love. But yeah. you went through that as well. And actually, it's one of the most beautiful things that we can give ourselves when we learn how to cultivate it. Absolutely. Yes. This brings us to your current work on the planet as, yes. as we transcend these, these programs and we create healthy boundaries and we really step in our purpose. We can stand fully with our feet planted on earth, on new earth, and it's beautiful to see 
how we're assisted when we go and we receive help from, from others, from healers like yourself, sessions with people that allow us to see the mirror and to reflect to us what we need to see. Sometimes our families are not able to do that. So that's why it's good to work with someone. And what I find interesting is you took a trip to Peru, South America, and you were recognized by the Caro, and you were recognized as a shaman. Could you share that story with us? Absolutely. So, so last year I decided to go on a journey to South America. I've always had a special place in my heart for South America, and um, I needed to to get out of the hospital system and um, just take a bit of a break. And my intention was to go teach English and, um, you know, immerse myself in a new culture and study Spanish. So but of course, as life takes you through an initiation, um, the job didn't work out, the housing didn't work out. And so I ended up on a journey. So, um, which led me to a little town called Vilcabamba, Ecuador, which is an amazing place with a sacred mountain and amazing people. And I um, was told about this woman who lived on a crystal crystal mountain and channeled spirit doctors. Wow. Uh, so I went and saw her and... Um, the the spirit doctors worked on me and she did some automatic writing. And at the end of the session, she explained to me that, um, that I was, uh, I had to reaccept my fierce feminine nature and um, which I felt getting replaced into my heart, which was incredible. And then she said, I had to accept my purpose as an earth shaman. And she had this, um, this diagram of how I was going to work with my clients and there was earth energy and my energy and the client's energy. And it created this kind of Trinity of, of working together for, for transformation. And she said, this would be activated completely January 1st, 2018. Mm -hmm. So Along, so I continued on my journey. I had no idea what any of this meant. Um, and so I ended up going to the Sacred Valley in Peru. And, um, I had some, some difficulty with the altitude physically. So I didn't, I honestly didn't do a lot while I was there. I kind of worked on my health and just, um, sat with the, the amazing energy there. And, um, as I was leaving, I was walking through the marketplace and um, this man um, chased me down and, and I, you know, thought somebody was trying to get me to buy something. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm leaving, you know? And he said, no, please come with me. And very insisted. And I said, okay, all right, a few minutes, you know? So I go into his shop and um, he, he said to me in, you know, a little bit of Spanish, what I could understand. He said, your energy is, and he just opened his arms to show me how big my energy was. And I was like, Oh, okay. Thank you. You know? And, um, then he, you know, he pointed at me and said, you are a shaman. And I said, I said, um, no, no, I'm a counselor. You know, I, um, you know, I do work with people, you know, and he's very insistent. You are a shaman. 
And I said, you know, and then I, you know, looked at him and I kind of saw the, like the colorful hat of the Kiero. And I said, are you a shaman? He said, no, I, I am, you know, I'm a Paco. I, I work with energy. And I thought, wow, this man can see something. So he explained to me how I had to protect my energy and he took me through a little ceremony mm-hmm. and, um, it was really incredible. And at the end, he said, I can see you on a mountain with a drum. I see you on the mountain with a drum. And then he handed me a little statue of Pachamama, um, Mother Earth, and said, she will keep you safe. So um, it's interesting because I kind of thought, okay, well, I took it literally. And I thought, well, maybe I'll be part of a ceremony at some point, you know, and I thanked him incredible gratitude and went off on my journey. So as I returned to the United States and have been working with my clients, what's become very interesting is that now I understand his vision. So there's, there's an ability that I have to tap into different earth harmonics and I can, I've been able to activate three. I have three that I can work with. And I can play them like a drum. So, and what happens when I activate them is there's a downdraft of energy that happens. And so when I'm working with clients, they can release and the dense, dense energy gets accelerated and becomes, you know, cleansed through the earth. And you are stepping into the role your energy was recognized by two different people. We're going to experience a little bit of that in a demo with the earth harmonics that you use. Your definition of a shaman then is someone that releases density. I believe that, you know, shamans are, you know, ancient knowers of, um, you know, working with the energies of the earth and the energies of the universe. Um, they have a ability to communicate and know things um, mm-hmm. and, and communicate with nature around them to be able to be aware of the consciousness um, within everything. It's a deep awareness and your abilities have expanded mm-hmm. and you now have the ability to tap into the earth harmonics and activate them, bringing this downdraft of energy really to assist us in clearing some densities. So, Kate, it would be a beautiful time to experience that. Yes, I would love to. So go ahead and take a moment and allow yourself to feel comfortable wherever you're sitting. And let's take a couple of deep breaths together. Really filling up the deepest part of your belly and then releasing. So let's go ahead and do that a couple more times. Really feeling your weight in the chair, allowing your body to relax. And so as I activate these three different um, meridians within the crystalline core, 
I want you to feel your connection to Mother Earth. So just allow a light to drop down from the soles of your feet and lock into the crystalline core of Mother Earth. And on your next in-breath, I want you to go ahead and breathe up the love of Mother Earth that she has for you. Allowing that loving energy to fill up your entire being. Allow each and every one of your cells to drink up that loving, nurturing energy. And as these downdrafts of energy get activated, you can allow any feelings of density. So that density can be, you know, something that you see as, um, you know, like a cloud of smoky energy. It can be um, emotions. It can be maybe something that you picked up from your environment. Just allow that to arise. And as you feel into the downdrafts of energy, just Mother Earth just wants to take this from you. This becomes nutrients for her. So there's no reason to feel guilty about releasing any of this. This is, this is the recipro- reciprocity of being on this earth, being a sacred being that works with earth energy. She wants you to be in balance just the way you want her to be in balance. So just allow this union to happen. And I want to call your attention to some of the the beliefs and maybe messages that you may have received about being a highly sensitive person or an empath. And I did a survey with some of my clients, and I'm just going to say some of the beliefs that have commonly come up for people. And if if any of this feels true to you, if it feels like it's something that's within your being, just allow it to rise up and enter into that downdraft of energy and get cleared. So I'm just going to repeat some of these beliefs. And if it doesn't resonate, just let it go. But if it does, you can just allow that to lift and release. So here is here are some of the beliefs. There is something wrong with me. Allowing it to lift, entering the downdraft and release. I have no purpose. I don't know where I end and the world begins. I have no boundaries. I have to take care of other people's feelings. 
or their energy. I don't know what is mine and what belongs to others. Life is too overwhelming. You are too sensitive. You need to toughen up. It's all in your head. It's your imagination. You need to grow thicker skin. Your feelings aren't important. They're too strong. So just notice if there's any triggers, any feelings that come up with hearing these beliefs. And as they rise up, allowing them to align with the downdraft of energy and just getting pulled into the earth to be recycled. Let's go ahead and take some deep breaths in and out. And I'm going to add two more strong ones. I don't know my own truth. I am powerless. Just allow any, any feelings around those just to enter into the downdraft and then release. And now I want you to put your hands in front of your heart in prayer pose, activating your heart chakra. And I want to, I want you to imagine that you are sitting in the middle of an orange triangle. And the orange color represents the mental body. So the orange triangle is becoming filled with the quality of sympathy. Now, the sympathy is for the ego. It is for your life experience. It's for the human condition. Just saying, allowing us to have sympathy and gentleness for ourselves as awakening human beings. And when you're ready, I would like you to breathe that sympathy in, that sympathetic energy, into every single one of your cells. And if you feel like there's any resistance in your body, that's okay. We don't want to, we don't want to create more resistance. So just to wrap it up in the energy of sympathy and relax. Taking in another deep breath, just allowing any of that extra density to dissolve. And now I want you to imagine that there is another triangle above your head that is upside down. 
So its tip is touching the tip of the triangle that you are sitting in. The color of that triangle is indigo blue. And within the triangle is power as a component of love. So this is a higher soul's understanding of the dance of love and power, the dance of understanding what it feels like to be in alignment with your higher will, what it feels like to be a powerful being on this earth that can be loving and powerful at the same time. It's the, the power within the feminine. So when you're ready, I would like you to breathe that triangle down through the top of your head, allowing it to drop down through your chakras, your third eye, your throat, heart, your solar plexus, all the way down until you feel like you are sitting in the middle of a six-pointed star. So just allow this soul's truth of power in connection with love, the power of love, to fill your entire being. Breathing in that truth. Really taking a moment to cherish this here. Your soul is touching into your personality. Infusing you with a new vibration, a new wisdom. And when you feel completely full, I want you to shine these qualities out to the rest of the world. And as you are shining, I'm going to read to you some new beliefs that you can integrate about what it means to be a sensitive, empathic soul. So you can just repeat this to yourself as you hear the beliefs. My sensitivities are my strength. I can clearly identify the vibration of truth within my body. I am aware of and trust my intuition. I love myself just as I am. I am only responsible for my own feelings. I can clearly sense where I end and another begins. My sensitivities 
are my inner navigation system. My sensitivities can teach me about my gifts, my talents, and my purpose. And finally, I am a powerful being. I accept and I embrace that truth. And when you feel ready, you can relax your hands, wiggle your fingers and toes, and come back to the room. And feel the empowerment from that. Feel the shift of energy. Beautiful. I loved it. Sacred geometry as well that's within us. Yes. That just fuels this energy. That was palpable. Yes, it's amazing. I know you've helped so many listening, not only shining this light, but accepting and embracing these gifts and releasing those old belief systems and entering in the new ones. This is time for all of us to really embrace this, embody this, and live it here. I thank you so much for helping people with this. Oh, it's my pleasure. I absolutely love it. And I think the exciting part about, you know, where we are in our evolution is that, you know, as I work with clients and, and we heal their trauma and we, we, you know, we work with embracing these gifts, it's incredible to me what people can do. Um, I have a client that, um, she can put information into crystals. She's discovered that she could put mm. um, sacred geometry. She's actually um, can put balance points um, of the body and infuse them into crystals. And um, she gave me a crystal and I, she said, you know, just place it on your heart. And I was just resting on the couch and I was, you know, feeling this crystal and wow, all of a sudden I felt like, Maybe I'd had a cup of coffee or something, but I was like, wow, this, this is balancing me. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just remarkable, you know? And so the more that we can embrace, I mean, we're here, you know, to, to create a new world and, um, to evolve. And so if we allow ourselves to have, um, you know, allow ourselves to embrace our sensitivities, embrace our creativities, we have no idea what our potential is. Yes, and it begins with that embrace. Yes. Beautiful. Instead of resisting it or thinking that there's something wrong with us, that was really beautiful. And so you do help your clients with this. There is an opportunity for our community to work with you directly, for you to do one-on-one -on -one sessions so that this can be fine-tuned individually for each person. You're able to chat with your clients in this one-on-one, -on -one, and you're able to recognize some of the density that might come up, some of the limiting belief systems. That personal attention then helps alleviate that 
and infuse that person with these downdrafts of energy to help dissolve that. Absolutely. So I'm multimodal. I work um, using traditional counseling techniques, um, and I also use holistic methods. So um, I really cater to what each client is needing. So, um, you know, one session might be focused on primarily working with the inner child, um, and other times it's about really exploring what is this, what is this psychic gift, what is what is happening right now, um, and um, no, it's not your imagination. This is this is something that you're accessing. You know, you are a multidimensional being. So. Um, so yeah, so I, I bring in a loving, non-judgmental, um, you know, energy to be able to help guide and, and coach my clients to, to become their, their full potential. Yes. Again, you're a mirror for what that person needs to see. And it's so beautiful when, you can recognize something, a gift within themselves, an ability within themselves, and validate that for them. Absolutely. You have a special offer with your personal session. Thank you so much for that. Yes. You've also got some support audios as well. So the the first package is is called, it's a care kit for the sensitive soul. So... Um, there's, uh, four different meditations. Um, one is a morning meditation. So, um, to really lock you into your highest vibration. So, you know, the more that we accept our power, the more that we can use intention to really, um, to not be as affected by the world around us. So it's, um, it's a guided meditation to start your day off right. And um, so that you're really locked into your own energy, no matter what happens throughout your day. Um, there's an evening meditation where I um, activate the, the the earth energy, and um, you can listen to that, and it's infused with that downdraft energy. And um, it's a, it's a tree meditation that I actually developed with one of my clients. Um, which was incredible. We ended up doing a session outside and um, working with, with a tree. And so it's um, using the energy of this tree and the earth to really ground yourself and release any density into the earth. So it's a great meditation to do in the evening. Um, there is a meditation on nurturing the inner child um, so just very important to, to really connect with the inner child, not only, I mean, you know, to address the, the times when you're triggered and you're having, experiencing trauma, but also to tap into that creative, playful, um, energy, because that's what's really going to move us forward. That's what's going to tap you know, help you tap into your hidden gifts and talents and, you know, help you discover your purpose. Um, if that's still unclear. So, um, so that's great. Another great way to work with it. Um, and then there's also a clearing very similar to, um, what we did today. And, um, it's just, you know, clearing of kind of most of the common limiting beliefs, um, that, that happen when you're a highly sensitive person in path. 
So, um, and then there's a PDF that talks about how to cope with anxiety. So something that I see with my clients um, is that they struggle, a lot of people struggle with anxiety. And, um, you know, a lot of that has to do with the overwhelm. So, um, so yeah, so that uh, the PDF just has some basic techniques, breathing techniques, visualization techniques, um, meditations that you can do, some acupressure techniques um, that are really powerful. So, you, you know, if you take a look at that and you can practice them, it can, these techniques can absolutely stop a panic attack or an anxiety attack, you know, right in its tracks. So these are just really good tools for sensitive people to have. Um, mm-hmm. And then my second package is the the care kit plus a one-on-one session. And that's done over the internet or phone, right? Yes. Yes. And do you record that? And I can record it for you and send it to you as well. And how long is it? So my sessions are 60 minutes in length. Um, I, I can do um, stress relief sessions, you know, for shorter amounts of time for 30 minutes. But for this special offer, we'll do the, the full session for 60 minutes. Beautiful. That's really some precious time with you that allows you good exploration to identify limiting beliefs and to actually identify some of the gifts. I know that when we work with the inner child and and we get creative, we tap into that playful creative energy, it really creates a, a beautiful flow in our lives. And one of the things I know that that many deal with is, especially if there's some who are maybe leaving the mainstream 3D jobs or wanting to step into their passion and their purpose, seeing when we feel guilty, like there's belief systems that we need to work hard for money, right? These are all things that you're going to help everyone that you meet with really shift out of that and transcend. It's really powerful. I love how you've assisted your clients into really bringing on their gifts. Yes. You you know, I have another client that um, she is – very highly psychic um and she and she works with different parts of the land um mm-hmm. so she like i think more more recently she's been working with uh graveyards which is interesting there's like one specific one where she works with um not necessarily the souls departing but she works with um you know energetically assisting the people that are um that are still here and are grieving morning. Yes. yes. So, uh-huh. And, you know, part of her um, journey has been, you know, she's so uh, psychically aware of, you know, people's energies and people's emotions that um, she has learned how she's, she says this to me. I think it's so, so wonderful. She puts her herself on airplane mode. Uh I put myself on airplane mode so that um, she can really be within herself and then she can turn it on and off um, and to be able to, yeah, work with, you know, different energies of the earth and 
Yes, I love that because when we go about our daily life, if we realize that we are all conduits for the great cosmic power of the universe, and that is love, pure, unconditional love, we incarnated on this planet to be that channel, then we can tune in and recognize any areas that may need it. So in her case, it was seeing the grieving souls at the at the cemeteries yeah. right and so Absolutely. no matter what this is we can move this energy in that way and that's really a powerful role it may seem like we're not doing much but that attention and that awareness with our love works wonders i know people people do this you do it with the land as well i'm going to ask you in a minute here about your next travels and we can even do it with chemtrails, for example, or the weather. If we are sensing there's weather coming around, let's be conduits for this love and work with the elementals. And we can shift that vibration, whether it be chemtrails or storms or yes. I guess we could take it an even deeper level and say fracking and some of the environmental issues. Mm. What would you say first about when we're doing this energy work, first we have to really lose those programs of we're not trying to fix the world, but we're here to show the power of love by radiating it. And so Absolutely. we must be clear ourselves. And that's what some of your processes do. First, it releases some of the density so that we can be a clear conduit. I, I, you know, I think something that's really important to emphasize, um, which is not talked about as much with empaths and sensitives, is to really do what you need to do to make yourself comfortable. So, um, you know, that means like, you know, you bring earplugs with you, you know, you bring when you travel, you bring face masks, um, use weighted blankets to um, really feel your boundaries um, and to help with, with anxiety. And, um, how would you use weighted blankets? So weighted blankets are, you know, wonderful. I, in my client, I have a client that makes one, um, using like beans and things like that. So weighted mm -hmm. blankets is, um, you know, there's a time when it's like, you know, you're trying to, um, calm your nervous system down because you've been become overwhelmed, um, mm -hmm. throughout your day, or, you know, you've, you've been feeling the energy of whatever's going on in the world. And, um, yeah. And so you can, you know, have like a heavy knit blanket. There's also, you know, weighted blankets that you can buy, um, purchase, I'm sure online. And, um, you just use that as your awareness of your boundary system and to calm your nervous system down. So that's a wonderful thing. Yes. It's, it also reminds me kind of like a cocoon. Yes. Right? And, and we're really drawing our energy back in because as we talked about earlier, it's just so interesting to see how those belief systems triggered by people outside of us who are simply there to reflect this inner landscape that's within us and then just to see the energy that goes out of our body with those thought forms. I mean, it really is an energetic cord. Yes. So we're really taking responsibility for our own energy and yes. shoring it up with our self-love. 
Yes. And to really like, you know, create your home, your space as mm-hmm. a sanctuary, as, as a, you know, you can set your home or your bedroom up like a spa with soft noises so that, you know, you're, you're really getting replenished. You're really replenishing your energy and, um, at the end of your day. So, very, you know, important using salt lamps, you know, crystals, rocks, um, clearing clutter out. It's, I, I mean, just these, these simple things in the 3D world, you know, are super important for sensitives and empaths. I know there's many people wondering whether they're an empath and I think you've helped them identify that within themselves. So this is a really empowering program for empaths to really learn about one's own energy field, to really cultivate that awareness and create healthy boundaries. Absolutely. And, you know, you have the power to transmute anything. I mean, that's a really important thing to remember. Um, so, you know, a lot of what my sessions um, include is is taking back our power, you know, where have we given away our power looking at that? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not so easy to see. So it's really helpful to have an outside person act as that mirror. So yes. We really are reprogramming and rewiring ourselves with self-love and understanding that sensitive side of ourselves and not feeling guilty about it or not beating ourselves up about it. Absolutely. Kate, this has been a beautiful experience, a shift in vibration, a beautiful reminder that we are here to hold our vibration, to lock into the highest vibration possible, clearing out belief systems, creating healthy boundaries, and just expressing the cosmic love that we are. As we wrap up our circle today, I just want to give you a moment to touch on anything that we didn't get to. I am just really grateful to be able to to talk with you, Loren, and to be able to share some of this work that I do with all of you. Um, I It's an absolute honor, and I, I feel so happy to be um, be a part of this evolution that we're going through. So... Um, I would, yeah, so just thank you so much. Well, thank you, and thank you for all of your assistance for the awakening and the awakened hearts. Stepping into our power, you are a great assistant for that. We thank all of our listeners as well for joining us in this quantum conversation and for each of us stepping into our highest light and love and shining that as we amplify it in our world. Kate O'Leary, thank you, thank you, thank you for this quantum conversation. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste. And now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
I did it my way, lie awake to face, but in my heart I understand, I made my move, and it was all about you, now I feel so far removed, you are the one thing in my way, 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 you are the one thing in my way. I did it my way, lie awake to face, but in my heart I understand, I made my move, and it was all about you, now I feel so far removed, you are the one thing in my way, 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 you are the one thing in my way.
to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet this show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love access all quantum conversations special offers from our guests and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.